Let that ride out. Let that ride out. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. I'm the one. Going to say. <laughs> oh, happy Friday and welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily. RK, Professor Dre, the math magician in the flesh. Yeah. Actually, is it really, in, is it considered in the flesh if you're just, we're not even like next to For you? For you, no. Oh, yeah. For my family here, <laughs> yes, I'm in the flesh. <laughs> Also, like in the flesh, I don't know. It sounds a little awkward. We're matching shirts. Is that the name? Is that cool? I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a pretty badass weekend with uh, with this setup, you know. And we're also almost matching hats. Almost. Good thing I went with the dad cap today. We should find a party tonight and go, uh, like, be a beer pong team in these outfits. Yeah, as beer pong a thing people are doing nowadays, <laughs> I might advise against it. Oh, uh, I think it's fine mm. touching the ball and going in your drink. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why that would be advised against, to be honest. Uh, anyways, happy Friday, Dre. Happy Friday, yes. Happy big Friday week, to you. Big weekend ahead. Like we've gotten to the point now where you don't really have to like scrape the barrel to find no. things to bet on. It's quite enjoyable. Yes, um, I'm still not having that much success. I went one and one on my speed props today. Beautiful. How'd you do? I went one and one on my obscure soccer bets. Uh, so uh, Sporting Lisbon, easy win. I was even offered a buyout. It's the first time I've actually tracked this. I was offered a buyout like 60 minutes into the game because my team was up like 2-1. So it was all, almost offered my full winnings, but just under that to cash out then obviously we're talking you know minimal stuff on portuguese uh soccer so wasn't beneficial to Did me sporting no of course not i'm just saying it was fun to get that offer that made Why me feel like I, a real boss i should have looked at if there was one for lazio and they were up 2-0 in the 14th minute bro there probably was quite a nice one at that point yeah oh oh lazio they really they would have made that win would have made for such a nice week um and sadly my series b uh italian league benevento just couldn't get it in it ended zero zero i live bet on it i was so certain benevento would finally bang one in around minute 50 there i had much better odds like plus 200s i i doubled down and it didn't uh work for me and unfortunately, the the value bet you suggested, but didn't believe in because you're not a Phil Mickelson fan, and, and you know you, verbatim, I think you said if that's a thing you're interested in betting on Phil Mickelson, you clearly are not. Well, Phil killed it. He had the the round of the day, and I'm kicking myself for not having put money on that. Do you know what Phil was to open the tournament on DraftKings Sportsbook? I almost don't want to know, but please tell our listeners. 150 to 1. So what's that? Uh, 15,000 plus 15,000. Right? Oh, did I lose Dre? He, or is he just he's looking really pensive? Uh, no, we lost him. Okay. Uh, he was 150 to 1 to win the tournament. You know what he is right now, guys? Four and a half to 1. He is tied atop the standings in terms of how much uh, or or the odds for them to win. You've got him at plus 450, and you have a couple other guys up there at plus 450. So 
goes from if you apparently I saw DraftKings Sportsbook tweet this out. Someone put three hundred and fifty dollars on Phil at one hundred and fifty to one. You guys can do the math. It's a lot of money if that comes through. Uh, and Andre was right. I felt it coming yesterday. I I said Phil. No one thought he's been playing good golf. I even read an article yesterday that was like, I'm I'm taking Phil to miss the cut. He's been playing such bad golf recently. And you saw him come out yesterday, and he just had it. And when he has it, he's nails. He hits lasers. He has every shot in the bag. And it's actually – I'll admit it, I'm not a Phil guy, but it was fun to watch him work today. Uh, that shot he had on the 18th hole, he nearly just jars it from the fairway, has a little bit of backspin on it uh bounces like over the corner of the hole zips back barely misses it and uh andre was just saying like i'll admit he's fun to watch when he's dialed in and he certainly is dialed in today it's pretty funny because he is a big hitter and he has been for a long time Mm -hmm. and he is in a group with rory and bryson dechambeau looking like a grandma out there you know only poking at 310 and Then you've got Rory at 325, and then way up there, uh, can you find it? Can you see it? Oh, that's Bryson DeChambeau who's hitting at 360, 370. I mean, he had one, of course, that was a little aided by the yeah. cart path, but he hit a drive 427 yards today. So uh, it's just funny, and you could tell Phil he had this little smirk on his face because he, you know – he got it closer to the hole from 73 yards away mm-hmm. than Bryson did from just off the green. And I just saw this little smirk on his face. Like, yeah, you might be able to, you might be a little younger and stronger than me now, but uh, when I'm locked in with these wedges, there's no one quite like me. Yeah, he was impressive. And I mean, your theory of him being paired with that great group, mm-hmm. I think that helped to elevate his play, you know, and he's a competitor, dude. Totally. And he, when he's on, like you were saying, he's on. And the Shambo, man, that dude's impressive. He, uh, he, he could fit into one of these like UFC prelims. He could go a couple rounds. A uh, mm, <laughs> couple rounds, maybe not. But I think he could. <laughs> he could survive. He could get that one prop we had—the over under eleven yep, seconds. That's right. Yep, the gagey prop. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, this is. It's been fun to watch. I was disappointed in Bryson today. I thought he could have had a better round. He missed a bunch of really mm-hmm. close putts. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be frustrating for him right now to play really good golf and just be in it week after week. He's the talk of the town, which is so. It never stops being funny that like golf people just. He's not even like that yoked. Like he has biceps, right, right. but it's not like he's not. He doesn't look anything like I don't know. What's a good example here without being too I mean like Andy Janovich would be a ridiculous comparison. <laughs> right, right. Like you know, he you don't he's not bulging at all. He just looks fit. We do he's act got that like big chest. Right. We do act like he's the most the most broad shouldered golfer we've ever seen. They're just like, look at this guy. He's a freaking hoss. And he's like the size of, I don't know, like a I can't even think of an athlete that you would compare to him. Yeah, he's like a he's like Anquan Bolden, right? He's like no, a big wide receiver. Close. No, <laughs> yeah, no way. He's not pushing like, like two ten. He looks like like uh, who was the last Blades fight? 
was his name Dos Santos? Oh, Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of got like that going on a little bit. Like <laughs> little he's bit. strong, you know, but he's not like six pack or anything like that. Anyways, enough about his fitness. Yeah. Um, it should be a really exciting weekend. Uh, Jim Furyk. I don't. What did he finish at? He was seven under through nine or something. Thought he was going to go chase that fifty-eight again. Killing him. Yeah, and oh. then um, the Canadian who's done well, Mackenzie Hughes, he stayed up top. Um, so that was something I wanted to talk about too. I like um, Mackenzie Hughes. In, it, there's a little pattern that I like to follow in some of these tournaments. He played so well yesterday that he didn't have to play that well today. And he didn't. Um, he shot 68 today, so yep. two under. I actually like that because now it's, you know, it feels unrealistic for Phil to go 64, 63, 63, 63, or something like that. You know, Um, maybe Mackenzie Hughes got his bad one out of the way. He's still in second place. Um, And so, you know, if you're picking on, if you're picking someone to bet, I kind of like the fact Hughes and then Shoffley, who's three shots behind, but another guy who went 63, 68, Hughes went 60, 68. I kind of like Hughes to go low tomorrow um, and mm. maybe, you know, get himself a little bit of a lead going into Sunday. The field did slow down a little after an insane opening day. My guy, Abe Answer, 65. He's tied for T9 right there. Like that a lot. Uh, right in front of the Shambo. Like that Dustin Johnson sneaking back in with a nice 64 on the day. Um, him and you know, kind of like the Shambo and Justin Thomas for you yesterday. Those guys have all had a little bad luck on some of these putts where that picks up all of a sudden a 64 turns into like a 60, you know, and how about really this? The world on fire. If you're, if you're with me on the Mackenzie Hughes love. Yeah. They've got these things called six shooters available on, okay. uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. And the only reason I looked at them is because nothing else is available other than to win. Um, right. This is under the matchup six shooters, basically six golfers. You pick the guy to have the best score out of those six. Mackenzie Hughes to beat Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, Mark Leishman, Phil Mickelson, and Will Gordon, who was the surprise of the tournament. Uh, plus seven fifty. That's better than Phil Mickelson to win the whole tournament. That's really nice. That's way better than like my giant slayer pick for Faroe Island soccer, which I, I believe was also in the plus 700s. This, I feel like, is much more realistic, right? We've laid out how this can happen. That's a fun one to, to, to put down for your Saturday. That's a fun one. I might sprinkle that. Might just, if I have a, do I have a free bet laying around anywhere? Oh, I do. I used my free bet. Oh. On no, an all-time parlay, Ryan. All-timer. Which, an sure. all-time parlay that didn't hit, I already know. Well, it's, a, I'm oh, playing it's, the, it's a long game. It's a long game parlay. Would you like to know, just real quick, my $3 free bet with this six-pick parlay could pay off thirty-seven grand. All we need to happen is for Barcelona to win La Liga. That's okay. okay. They're, they're just behind Real Madrid. It's within range. The abs to win the Stanley Cup. We're all okay. in on that. I have yep. two other bets placed on that I'm already. I'm not all in on any championship prop, but I know what you're saying. LeBron James to win the NBA MVP. 
this is my highest odds. A lot's going to have to happen in this eight-game stretch. The voters will have to get a little crazy, but I think it's within the realm of possibilities. Um, Rafael Nadal wins the the French Open. It always happens. Like obviously, that's happening. Ohio State wins the the Natty. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> and to close it out, all I need is Chris Fromm to win another Tour de France, which he's already done many times. So easy breezy. I think this will hit. That's how you use a free bet, though, kids. No, it's not. <laughs> I realize that uh, you're trying to get like a an average person's year salary on this, but you don't need to space it out over a whole year. You could, know. you know, you could probably put together a, a parlay that ridiculous this weekend to pay think, you thirty seven thousand. I think I will because one of my side hobbies has become telling my my darling wife, who knows nothing about betting, how I've got a parlay going. And I placed, you know, like four bucks, but it could pay off this amount. And she loves hearing how much it could pay off. Of course, I, I, I almost take joy in telling her when the parlay has ended. You know, like, <laughs> oh, Jessica, I lost. Sorry, sweetie. We'll have to try again next weekend. Uh, you maybe you should also instead of like buying her roses, just buy her a lottery <laughs> ticket because that's basically what you're doing here. Buy her a sick parlay. This is all <laughs> for you. You yeah, print maybe. out the card. <laughs> That's right. She's like, "What is this?" You're like, "Spurs plus three fifty, uh, Curtis Blades to win in the first round." <laughs> That'd be I think, outstanding. I think that'll go over well. Honestly, I think that would work. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, uh, so let's move on yes. to the slate this weekend. Before we do that, big shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, obviously the presenting sponsor of this show, and just you know the official betting app uh of this show you gotta go over to DraftKings sportsbook and you can get a sign up bonus up to a thousand dollars that's right sign up bonus up to a thousand dollars when you use the code dnvr at sign up dnvr when you sign up only at DraftKings sportsbook to get that thousand dollar sign up bonus must be 21 or older colorado only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to five hundred dollars deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough restrictions do apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 all right let's yeah. move on here as we get into the weekend preview where do you want to start here dre yeah, um, top UFC? of the card, bottom of the card. Oh, no, I, I, I thought I assumed UFC. I thought right. you meant where on the UFC. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got UFC. Uh, I guess we just We've did a, a PGA lot. pick. We've got um, EPL this weekend. We got all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, FA Cup even. Lots of stuff. Does anyone care about the FA Cup? Well, it's just more EPL teams to bet on. Is that like the Maui Invitational? If that helps you, <laughs> it'd be, yeah, there's no, there is no comparison for the FA cup in American sports aside from the MLS has their equivalent, but that's very like, I'm saying like, apples. it's like, what's it worth if you win anything? It's a, it's a trophy to have claimed that year. Yeah. I guess to some extent it's the Maui invitation, okay, all right. but well, few not... people claim the Maui invitation, you know? Oh, I mean, if the Buffs won the Maui Invitational, I'd be all about it. You would it. bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair um, enough. Okay. Let's go to the UFC card here. And I'm I'm disappointed to hear how you feel about this uh, because I thought I might be on to something. But we're going to save mm. the round robin underdog parlay for mm. the next 
main card. There, sorry, the next. Uh, what do you what do you call those? Pay per view, brother. Okay, you just call it like the ones with the numbers that they just repeat once in a while. <laughs> right. UFC two fifty one. You could also call it that. Yeah. Is it uh, okay? Two fifty one. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna save the round robin for that because you don't feel like there's that many upsets on this card. Oh, actually, we are still going to talk about round robin parlays. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm excited about that. Relative, yeah, relative to what we've seen before in the UFC, I don't think we're gonna. I don't see a ton of upsets. They're kind of some lopsided fights. We have a lot of clash of styles. Um, you know, it's just not a lot of polished UFC level fighters either in the main card, which makes it a little harder to really like stomp the table for an upset. I will say the final two, the co-main and the main event, there I do think we could see some intriguing um, upsets. I'm even disappointed. Like, you know, the last few weeks, I've been pretty nice at identifying a prelims upset I really like. You know, in the prelims, I really like uh, Sato and Pena here. Both the guys are over 200 uh, favorites. Sato has actually climbed up because I think he's he's forced to fight in a, against the replacement. You know, we start the card early with uh, Woodson against Erosa. That's another, like, Woodson's going to have a huge advantage in that fight. Erosa just got kicked out of the UFC, got back in. Uh, Woodson instead is undefeated in his career, kind of a bright up-and-comer. This uh, heavyweight by, bout, you know, if I have my, um, my theory of heavyweights is the division where you really want to kind of hit the upsets. Well, Linz Bozer... Two guys who I think have combined uh, four UFC fights. Um, Linz is the more intriguing one, who I think could be a little more spectacular with a, a reach advantage as well. They're even here, though, so you can't even hunt value um, in that one. That's an intriguing one because to go the distance, you're getting a little value. That's maybe the only one where I think, um, you know, no to go the distance. That's plus 150. That, that could happen. They could get a little crazy. Um, so, yeah, here's my thought on this. Yeah. And we talked about this before the show. Yeah. And you said this entire card, the main card, which starts with Bozer and Linz, yeah. um, is guys who kind of want to go to go the distance versus guys who want to land a knockout. And the trend that I've noticed, and mm-hmm. I'll see if you um, agree with me on this. Yes. When someone wants it to go the distance, it usually goes the distance. That's yes. how I feel. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to, if both guys are going for knockouts, it's like a soccer mm-hmm. match where it opens up, right? right? Both teams are trying to score. Someone's going to score. Yep. If both guys are going for knockouts, someone's getting knocked the F out. Um, yeah. When someone is trying to be tactical and not opening up themselves to big punches and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times these things go the distance and we looked at the value on to go the distance in these fights and everyone except for that one is big time payouts. Yeah. They're telling you that nothing after that fight is going the distance based on the odds. Right. We have yet to see that happen in any of these cards where there's that many knockouts. Yeah. And you know, these aren't like top, top guys who are really going to scare you. And it's an interesting one. The favorites are all the ones who are going to be inclined to get the finish. The underdogs are going to be inclined to go the distance and let it uh, stretch out, which might 
might set up some dynamics where the live betting gets really intriguing here, where, you know, the favorites maybe push a little too hard to force that uh, finish early on. And that's where you're able to prolong the fight and get the, and go the distance. Yeah. These are, um, and you know, Justin Michael, our, our colleague last weekend, he had a couple nice little parlays. He was, uh, showing us in the company slack he he had both the the ladies fight to go the distance and blades to go the distance which we didn't expect i know DraftKings sends me parlays that work out um and like nunez to go the distance is one that won big a couple weeks ago because everyone thought that was going to be a finish those are kind of the long shots in ufc that feel like long shots but really have turned out to be more sure things than you would think okay so you normally this would be saved for an explainer, and I'll definitely cover round sure, robin sure. parlays and an explainer later. But let me just tell you, let me let me talk to you about what, what I want to do here. Yeah. So starting with Bozer, the main mm-hmm. card, mm-hmm. we're going to take every fight here to go the distance. You're going to get all those in your bet slip, and mm-hmm. you'll see when you go into your bet slip, it says singles, parlay, yes. and round robins. Yes. You highlight round robins. Now, there's a lot of different ways you can do this and different strategies, but I think to start, we'll do the most simple one. And what you could do is, hey, maybe you just want the twos and threes. That means you're betting on any and every combination of two or three of these to hit. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So if two of these happen, you're mm-hmm. guaranteed, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, you some people like to do twos and threes some people like to do threes and fours and then the last one is just the parlay of all of them fives uh, you know we've got five picks here but we're gonna do what they call uh the canadian round robin which is just mm-hmm. all of them we want the twos threes fours and of course the fives so what you do here is you place a very small bet mm-hmm. on this like one dollar now that makes you have there since there's 26 different combinations here yes it's an investment of 26 dollars, and i know you and your wife are gonna love this one if for some reason every fight goes the distance you're Wait gonna win 600 dollars. let's go baby on a on a 26 dollar bet not bad not bad at all so you could even go in 50 cents if you you know you, know, you only want to put 13 on this just it's a fun thing for us yeah. to uh, experiment with here for the first time, uh, at least on this show. Uh, for those of you who want to implement this in different areas, where mm. I learned about it uh, was from a buddy of mine who likes to do it on underdogs in the NFL and most specifically home underdogs in the NFL. Love so, it. you know, you're getting a plus 135. And, and the reason why you want to do underdogs is because obviously parlays are exponential, right? Yeah. And so every little ounce of value that you have increases when you multiply it across something else that has value. So mm-hmm. if we hit three of these, it's going to be a profitable night for us. Um, mm-hmm. Four of them were, you know, um, buying around at the bar. Five of them were doing backwards. Uh, And then, of course, if you just get two, you really got to get three. 
You know, you got to right. go positive, which you're trying to do every time you bet on anything, right? And yeah. obviously we're taking upsets here, so that makes it a little less likely than just taking anything straight up. Uh, but as soon as you go three for five, that's when you're really having fun. If you go two for five, you're going to, you know, not go completely broke on your investment here. Uh, but you want to go three for five. I think this has a chance. Two through five feels like a guarantee. So it feels like relatively safe. Three through five feels oh, three for five. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking at this card, I, I would be, sh- I mean, like four of the five didn't go the distance. I would be shocked. Um, I, I, I think, you know, I think three of five um, going the distance is very likely. So this is I, nice. This I is, think I, so I think you're being gifted a decent amount of value with all these, um, you know, there's just so many unknowns. Uh, this is really like what's happened so so far in the UFC is Dana White has absolutely stretched out the talent he has available to him in North America as far as he can. This is the last fight in the UFC Apex. Next weekend will be the first weekend in a long time we don't have UFC. And then it's the pay-per-view fight on Fight Island where they're able to have a lot more international talent, which has kind of, you know, because of travel restrictions, kind of had to sit and wait. So, you know, he was able to get a a great main event, and then he's just piecing together the last of this. And um, that's why we have these kind of unique circumstances set up um, with a lot of, like, intriguing fighters fighting guys that it's like, hmm. Show me something. You know, these big underdogs, they're all show me guys. There there aren't guys where I'm like, well, he's a big underdog, but he's got this style of fighting and he's really intriguing for this, that, and the other. It's maybe a guy in the next fight, Brendan Allen against um this Daukus kid, Cal Daukus. Daukus has submitted every fight he's had, except for when he was on Dana White's contender series where he fought slightly higher level contenders competition and they went to a decision that concerns you against brendan allen who's more athletic he's going to search for the finish lots of movement from him but this is another one i think this could easily go the distance Vellante um green here another heavyweight fight maurice green has the clear advantage um for me as a big uh big favorite Vellante is going from the light heavyweights to the full heavyweight division He's been nothing but split decisions the last five fights. Barely won two of those. Uh, just doesn't scare you. Okay. You know what a split decision means, though? The distance. It, it does mean the distance, <laughs> which is why I'm excited about that one. Yeah, two heavyweight fights on this card. Neither one really too concerned about going the distance. Okay, now we got to the co-main event. Bro, this Mike Perry guy is insane. Um <laughs> Like he's already kind of a crazy fighter with like tattoos on his eyebrows and stuff, which you know, do you like no no shame here. I, <laughs> I wear sunglasses on a live stream on the regular, so like no judgments. Um he has his uh his girl recently got divorced, has this new girlfriend. She will be the only person in his corner. Um her MMA experience like metaphoric for his life. Like he got divorced and now this new girl is the only person in his corner. I think it kind of is, and I think that's not lost on him. He's um I heard an interview where he went on a crazy rant about the haters and stuff. 
Um, and yeah, her experience is she wrestled in high school, but I don't, he, he explained it as he wants her there because it's one of the best seats in the house and why bother having, having his coaches there. He knows he's going to whip, um, Oh my God, Gall. Mickey Galls, but the Gall, and... say something like that. <laughs> now, yeah, the Galls. Uh, if you want an upset, the Galls are one to bet on for sure. Uh, so Mike Perry's a big, and you know, this is a classic. Like Mike Perry's kind of the stockier fighter. He wants to get within range, um, and he's going to force the TKO. But the dude is obviously not using his best judgment. And Mickey Gall, on paper, he's um. He's got the size. He's got the the reach advantage. Um, you know, he's an athletic up-and-coming kid. Perry's just been tested against much better fighters in the UFC. Does that mean he's won? No, it doesn't. He, he's been whooped by those guys. Gall has a big chance here to make a name for himself as a co-main event. This is an upset I might sprinkle. Um, I'm all so over it. Give me Mickey Gall all day. Right, like just the instability of Mike Perry yeah. and the decisions he's made. It's good value when you're getting Gall in the plus 200s. I mean, after last weekend when Roxpop's corner was like actively against him, uh, maybe it is a smart idea to have no coaches and uh, only people who care about you apparently in your corner. So I'll give him that. Uh, but this seems like uh, like he's literally telling us that he's overlooking this fight. And yes, you're uh, right. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not a good idea when we're talking about getting punched in the face. Yeah, a fair point. And if he was in trouble, who's there to, you know, not to be insanely insensitive, but with his girlfriend who doesn't really know much about MMA, betting on this going the distance is a smart bet because if he was in that situation she's not gonna know like oh yeah it's time to throw the towel like he's clearly not he's clearly not thinking straight again this is mike perry it'd be hard to identify when he is thinking straight considering the decisions he's made thus far the question would be what type of power she has to throw the towel because i actually think it would go <laughs> right. the other way you might be afraid right. that she throws it early i know if i was in a fight and my girlfriend had the chance to throw the towel in uh, she would do it as fast as she possibly could to get that thing over with so maybe it goes the other mm. way around <sighs> but I, like maybe he tells her like you don't get to throw like if, if she's not an experienced coach she's she's never coached before it, or cornered before. he's essentially like representing himself in court he sure is brother he sure is so <laughs> He's oh, going boy. down. He's going. I don't. I'm not. I. I don't. I don't like that. I, I. Mickey Gall has to take this as a personal insult. Yeah. And just be like the calmer dude. Just like right. kind of feel out the storm, and you can make adjustments and stuff. He's yeah. Um, yeah. Count me in on Mickey Gall. Let's go. Yes. Um. The the off field stuff definitely plays into this pick a lot, and then the main event. This is a really exciting one. I mean, anything in the lightweight division is going to be super exciting because those 155ers are amazing. Dustin Poirier, a guy who has uh, victories against Max Holloway, maybe the greatest featherweight of all time, Justin Gagey on his resume, um, is going against up-and-comer Dan Hooker, um, who has have a... Have we seen Hooker already? No, we have not. Uh, the hangman, Dan Hooker. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot to do our... When you finish, we'll do our nickname reviews. 
Oh yeah, I forget. I think Dustin Poirier's. I'm pretty sure it's a really stupid one, but I'll look that up in a second. Okay, here I also like the upset. I've liked this upset for a while. The second I heard about this card, now to some extent I don't love Poirier, so I don't want my non-love for him to influence me too much. But here's the thing. Stylistically, Poirier has been the type of fighter I've gravitated to before. Great striker, great power, a guy who's going to try and get you within range and really unload some combos. And he's got a nice jujitsu background, so we like what he can do on his feet. I like those guys, right? Mm -hmm. Kryptonite to guys like those are two types of fighters. One is the wrestler who he doesn't care what range we're fighting at. He's going to take you to the ground and ground and pound you. The other is the long reach kickboxer. And mm. that is what Dan Hooker is. Oh, I love kickboxers. Love it. It trains out in New Zealand with guys like Volskoy and Stylebender, two champions in their own divisions. And it's because that style is so hard to beat. He's going to come in there. I swear he's going to unleash like five calf kicks on Poirier before the fights even start. <laughs> um, and then it's going to be up to Poirier to get within range and unleash those combos. That's where I think Poirier in his biggest wins has benefited from Holloway, Gagey, those guys being the tone setters and almost playing his game because as soon as they come in within range and make it like just a, a brawl, he's perfect. That fits into his style. What happens when he needs to be the tone setter? When he needs to bite down on his mouthpiece, get within range and unload some combos against Hooker who moves really well, can handle himself on the ground and you has those kicks. You said you didn't like the underdogs. You're talking me into every underdog here. Well, the top two, I'm talking you into the other dog. The That's other true. ones, I'm less... Com- the what other ones, the other I would one? say, Dalkus, whatever, go for Dikaus? it. Yeah, um... He's yeah, Dalkus. I, I, yeah, dude. Uh, Dalkus <laughs> is a guy who, once he steps on the ring, you'll be like, bro, you had me bet on this guy? Um, so Tre- Dalkus, I Dalkus <laughs> is not your style. I would stay away. But Mickey Gall and I really like Dan Hooker, and I think he's just gonna, you know, at range, kick, 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 then back off, kick, 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 back off. So he plays into our. He he wants to make this a five rounder. Um, so yeah, there you go. I love this. Um, you know, this is a good reminder. In my opinion, and, and some people, you know, do mm-hmm. this as a way to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this for more entertainment. I say oh, it every yeah. time. I'm like, if I sit down tonight and I lose $25 and I had way more fun than I would have, that was a $25 well spent. That's why I want to bet on Dan Hooker here because I'm like, I love watching these kickboxers. I don't know what it is. You know, usually, you know, uh, chicks dig home runs but i love watching them hit singles that's i love just watching them chop away great. at that front leg it's it's so maybe it's because one of our early fights we saw someone just absolutely destroy a leg yeah. and it was like right, right. it was just i love the strategy of it it's like how are you going to come attack me when you can barely stand on your front leg uh, it's it's fun to watch so anyways that's let's my, go to the nicknames real quick okay nickname if, review if we truly feel good about these hold on you tell me the nickname without telling me the, the nickname matchup without telling me the fighters. I'll tell you who's going to win. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, the first one is the diamond against the Hankman. Oh, you already told me that I know, hooker's I know, the Hankman. Sadly. 
but well, objectively the hangman's so much better than the diamond it is it is <laughs> like, the diamond is like you just googled fighter nicknames and picked the first one but accidentally misspelled fighters and you got strippers <laughs> <laughs> um mike perry is platinum you're not oh, supposed God to tell me <laughs> Well, Mickey Gall, I don't have a nickname for you. So There's there no goes nickname our game. for Mickey Balls Gall? Yeah, not on Mickey. Maybe that's it. Not on ESPN where I'm looking at. Least. Okay. Oh, uh, So what do we have in the... Uh, oh, we don't have one. So what was Mike Perry? Platinum. Platinum Perry. That's pretty legit. Mike Platinum Perry. Yeah, for, for a guy who's as off his rocker as he is. I guess. Do you have other ones? Any Anything on uh, Allen and... Dowkhouse. Hmm. Let's try it. Okay. No, no. See, Dowkis is such a small name that we don't have his nickname on on some of these. I should just use on look up. Um. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was it was fun while it lasted. Thanks for <laughs> screwing the whole thing up. <laughs> Barely uh, lasted. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I believe the last thing we have to chat about here is the English Premier League. Anything oh, you yeah. like in the Prem this weekend? Oh, yeah, just a couple picks on European soccer, you know. No. Just a, a small weekend slate for you. Um, we have FA Cup and Premier League. I'm going to start with, I like Manchester United at Brighton. And you know, I've been I've been betting against Brighton and haven't learned my lesson. I'm going back to the well. I'm getting Man U at minus 137. Love the way those guys are playing right now. And it's on the road. So I'm getting value gifted to me because it's on the road, but road games don't matter anymore. So there you go. Is um, that's, that's FA Cup or that's, that's real soccer? That's regular Premier League <laughs> soccer. Ryan, <laughs> uh, don't know about don't don't know about that. DK sent me the stats, and this really popped off to me. In the Bundesliga, our beloved Bundesliga, we have Leverkusen against Mainz 05. The, the public is pounding the plus 550 tie here. 86% of the money is going on the tie here. Why? You're intrigued, huh? I don't know. Ryan, I don't ask questions. When a tie is plus 550 and the public, or not even the public, the, 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 money. the, the money, 86% is going that way. I'm following the money. I'll ask questions later. Um, FA I'll Cup. Ask questions when Leverkusen <laughs> wins 4 0. That's exactly right. Um, FA <laughs> Cup got some great odds. Leicester against Chelsea. Chelsea at plus 148. Leicester just doesn't have it right now. So I like Chelsea there. But do these teams actually play their A team in this thing? Yeah, because they've been they've got nothing to play for anymore. Oh, true. Ooh, now you have me intrigued. Right. There it's the last piece if of available gonna, silver. Right. If you're gonna get a trophy this year, this is the one. And it's head to head, so you know anything can happen in a in a one game format. We've got Arsenal as well in the FA Cup. They are playing against Sheffield United, and they're a plus 140, so I love that. And Arsenal, always good in the FA Cup. There's something unblocks those youngsters. Um, no Arsenal for me, ever. That's fine. They, they just won. One I know, game I, know, I, know, so, I know. Um, AC Milan, my beloved AC Milan. So I'm, I'm betting with my heart here more than my mind, but Milan, they look really good in the last game. Uh, they're going against Roma. You're getting them at plus 170 to win straight up. I think they've got it the way they're feeling it. Um, 
Verona, I've, I've lost money on them before, but I'm going back to the well. Uh, you can get them at plus 180 in a game where they, they should be the winners. And this one, really stay away because I'm betting with my heart. Crosstown rivals enter to my AC Milan. They're going against Parma, who's already won me a bunch of money. I'm banging the tie here at plus 285, but I'm mostly doing it to troll Inter, so tread lightly. Tread lightly. Is there? How is there only one? Is this FA Cup thing screwing up the slate? There's only one yes. uh, game in the Premier League on Saturday. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay with this. I know. Um. Well, I've got a pick for you, and I have also have a question for you. Mm. If I wake up at 5:30 tomorrow morning to watch Wolves, do I get like an official card or something sent to me in the mail that's like you're a true fan now? You would have to ask the the, the Wolves people. I'm sure. Uh, pack. I'm sure they hook the you up. The pack. Uh, DK. They've been hammering the Wolves on that line, by the way. So that's what I want to do. I want to hammer the Wolves. 5:30 uh, a.m. kickoff. Whatever. They're taking on Aston Villa. Mm. Aston Villa has been uh, atrocious this year, That's right. and Wolves is going to just do a number on them. I'm thinking three yeah. zero plus. Nice, thank you, Michael. Um, can you get Traoré? Is Traoré going to be the first one to score finally in that one? He's, you know, he's di- he's he's diamond people up. He's a pass first point guard. Yeah, um, so if you could get him to have an assist, I don't know if they ever do those. Mm, no, but. Uh, Player to score to get a red card to give an assist. Here we go. I love I love betting. You can always bet on something. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Adama to have an assist plus two fifty. Oh my god! Bang it home against yeah. Aston Villa's poorest defense. Please. Who's going to keep up with him on the wings? No one. Exactly. Um, to give at least two assists. Now we're really talking. Plus sixteen hundred. Well, well, well. That feels ambitious because, like, you get one and then you're spending the whole game hoping mm-hmm. for another. Just get your plus 250 on getting one and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. So how many picks do you have this weekend? 65? I mean, it depends how we break down all the UFC. Well, really our little round robin. Two. And the round robin, right? The, the crazy thing about the round robin is that's worth 26 picks. So are we going to measure it? I May I suggest that if we go three of five on that, it should count as a win. If we go four of five as two wins, five of five, three wins. And two of five is just a loss. And one, one, loss. one of five is, a, or yeah, one of five is definitely a loss. One of five is two losses. Yeah. Oh, a five would be three losses. Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay. All right. I'm in. Makes sense. Even though there's only one total unit on this, uh, I'm still in. It sounds fun. Maybe three of five you. is three of five is two wins. You said no. Three of five is one win. Three of five, one win. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. And then we've got the two upsets in UFC. So so we've got basically a, a range of three to five with the UFC, and then I'm down for. Six European soccer games. Easy breezy. All right. I've got Wolves. So I, I'm actually counting here. I'm Wait, so... And I'll be expecting PGA updates from you during the weekend. Right. You're at home. You'll be texting. You'll be watching golf and giving me live live bets to, to place? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, except for on Sunday, I'll be on the golf course. Just, that's what yeah, I do. I um, 
so I've got the five. So I've one, two, three, and then I I want I want Hughes. You know I like it if I am uh, betting the plus on seven fifty. Yep, plus seven fifty mm. to have the best score of really anyone at the top of the leaderboard. Um, I think tomorrow he gets it rolling. Nice, I like it. And then you can use the protection on UFC, especially for Mickey Gall. That's a nice protection. Sweet. You know, crazy old Mike Perry might land one and just get reckless and <laughs> knock Mike Gall out, and you've got insurance on it, so it's all good. I can't wait to watch those fights. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be, be interesting. Insane. Uh, all right. That's going to wrap it up for us this week on DNVR Bets Daily. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we will catch you next week. Good luck. Happy betting.